Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Now, it's Gabe time. Gabe Kuhn. Gabe Kuhn was one of the great little trivial nuggets in all football bios. His grandfather was the inventor of the Easy Bake Oven. Like a boss, the best lineman on the radio. Well, the only lineman on the radio. It's game time. Game time. We're ready. The Gabe Coon Show, 92.9 FM, ESPN. How about it? Welcome in. Happy Thursday to you, June 22nd, 2023. And it's time for the Gabe Coon Show. Marcus Smart is a grizzly. Who knew? Who had that on their bingo card? Not me. But I got to tell you, I like it. I got to preface the entire show by telling you I like it. But uh, I am Gabe Kuhn, your host on Twitter at G underscore Kuhn 71. Former Memphis Tiger offensive lineman alongside the executive producer of the program. Probably running on not a lot of sleep, but still wired. That would be Connor Dunning at C Dunning 929. I know you're hyped up about this move. I got man. electricity running through my veins. Mock is smart, baby. Mock How do you like smart. them apples? Yes. Yes. Celtics fans are... Beside themselves right now, I they gotta are. say. They're sad. They're sad. They they actually they enjoyed Marcus Smart. And he thought he was gonna retire there, so <sighs> I can see where the emotions run high. But we have three hours to talk on the way, courtesy of 929 FM ESPN and yours truly a lot of it's gonna be devoted to NBA draft, Marcus Smart discussion, and everything else. We are loaded from a guest perspective. Absolutely loaded. And full disclosure, bottom half of this hour, I'm gonna bring on Parker Fleming. From Subsacolitis, Taking Care of Grizzness podcast. I was just on there last week talking about Imani Bates, Kendrick Davis. But when the original Chris Stapps, Porzingis, so Wizards, Celtics, Clippers deal fell through, the Clippers were out, I texted Parker. And I said, any way the Grizzlies could make their way into this trade and be the third team? And he said, I could, I could see it. So when it ultimately happened, and obviously it was a slow burn trying to figure out what was going to happen, you thought Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon, maybe Grant Williams, maybe Denny of Deha, and it ends up being Marcus Smart. But we're going to talk with Parker Fleming at 4.30 uh, about all of this. What else can the Grizzlies do this offseason? Um, and what are they going to do in the second round of the NBA draft tonight? Are they going to trade up? What's the plan? What's the plan? 5 o'clock, 
Very similar things to talk with Jeff Calkins about from the Jeff Calkins Show on the Daily Memphian. And then 6 o'clock, we'll talk NBA draft as a whole. Victor Wimbenyama, who's going to be the number two pick to the Hornets. Um, with Derek Murray. Derek Murray is formerly of Babcock Hoops. A lot of people out there know Matt Babcock, NBA draft analyst. But he's moved over to Cerebro Sports. Um, he's the head of basketball for them. Uh, great NBA, I mean, NBA draft guru in a lot of ways. So we will discuss at 6 o'clock uh, the NBA draft with him. And then 6.30, hop into the Blitz. Um, and Aaron Rodgers is acting up. Uh, he went to a conference uh, this week in Denver about psychedelics. He advocated for the legalization of psychedelics, so that will be one story. But we also have to talk about the Suns. Interesting bit of news. Obviously, the, the Beal trade went final today, and they gave up a hell of a lot of picks. They do not control their own first-round pick until 2031. So that is going to be one of our biggest points of discussion as we hop into the Blitz. But biggest point of discussion off the top of the show is Marcus Smart to the Grizzlies. And I'll, I'll tell you. <laughs> there we go. But last night... Celtics were trying to go after Chris Stapps Porzingis. And we talked about it during the show yesterday. It was going to be a Clippers as the third team with the Wizards and the Celtics. And that deal almost folded. The Clippers were completely out of it. Then we got another update. The Celtics were trying to make it happen. They just needed a third team. So I texted Parker Fleming, who's going to join us at 430. And I said, yeah, is there any way they can get involved? He said, I could see it. But here came the Grizzlies. And honestly, the reporting was a slow burn. Because if you saw Woj, he tweeted out it was like 11 p.m., the Grizzlies are the third team involved with this thing, and it's 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 about to be uh, it's about to be finalized. The money moving made it to where the Grizzlies were likely getting a piece from the Celtics, right? That's how the money had to work out. But who was the question at that point, right? You thought Derek White is a, is a potential guy. We talked about it when we did Who Says No earlier this week. Malcolm Brogdon was out there, although if you've seen the reports on him, his elbow, his foot, his shoulder, everything it seems to be cooked for him. Um, but he was part of the, the deal that he was going to be sent to the Clippers, and they ended up pulling out of the trade because they don't they don't trust his health right now. And I guess maybe Grant Williams was even the thought, even though that's unlikely he's a restricted free agent, it had to be some sign-and-trade type of deal. It ultimately ends up with the Celtics getting Chris Stapps Porzingis, number 25 from the Grizzlies, and, and uh, the 24 first-round pick from the Warriors that the Grizzlies possess. The Wizards get Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala, pick number 35 in the Grizzlies, land Marcus freaking smart. Defensive player of the year in 2021. So now the Grizzlies possess both of the back-to-back winners of the defensive player of the year in the NBA. They have two of the best three-point percentage shooters uh, in the NBA, and Luke Kennard and Desmond Bain. And John Morant's going to have 25 games out, but you have that superstar. You have uh, you have so much in that starting lineup. Now, it changes a lot about what you thought. You thought they were going to try to land a three to replace Dylan Brooks directly. But I think in this particular situation, Connor, you're killing three birds with one stone. One, you get a guy who is a proven vet who can come in. People have questions about this team's future. And how it's going to look. Can they get on the straight and narrow even though they're so young? I think he can come in and be a locker room presence almost immediately. A lot of people were worried about also the defensive ability. Who can guard wings? 
Is Desmond Bain going to have to be that guy? Can they go find a three? Royce O'Neal, DFS. They get Marcus Smart, who is arguably the best on-ball perimeter defender in the NBA right now. And then finally, and this was sort of the afterthought for, for us in particular, Connor, everybody was worried about that 25-game suspension for Ja. And if they trade Tyus, who's actually going to fill in if you go get a DFS or a Royce O'Neal or a McCall or one of those guys? They, they, they're not necessarily ball handlers. Now you figure that out for 25 games. Marcus Smart has run point for the Celtics going on a long number of years. So I personally look at this deal, and we'll get to the particulars about, okay, did they overpay? There's a lot of discussions about that. The Grizzlies are a better team today than they were yesterday, and that's all you can really ask for. Without a doubt. They are without a doubt a better team today than they were 24 hours ago. And like you said, with the news today about Chris Paul being moved to the Warriors and things like that, that Warriors pick, I think, lost some value today. So, you know, it. I was bothered by that Warriors pick being included for, I think, like 90 seconds. And then I was like, Marcus Smart? And then I watched Marcus Smart highlights from the playoffs. <laughs> and I bought and I want to buy a jersey right now. It's, you know. I'm pumped. I'm really pumped. I well, think that he he just he checks a lot of boxes for this team. Is it a perfect move? No. Do the Grizzlies still have some things that they need to do? Yes. Is it a very good move? Absolutely. So I'm down for it. I cannot wait to see him on the Grizzlies team next season. I think he's going to bring such a veteran presence to this team. He has 100-plus playoff games. He's played the wing before. He's played the three. He has like a career net rating of like 20, plus 23 when he plays the wing position. I'm down. It's a relative move. Like, it's not the exact perfect thought process move. Like, it's not the OG Ananobi. But it, it kills some stones. Like, it, it does some things for you that make you comfortable about where you're headed. And when you talk about Desmond Bain and Ja and Marcus Smart as sort of those, those three guys that could be your backcourt members, I feel pretty decent about it. I mean, I, I just... I don't think by any stretch of the imagination this is the the championship, full championship contending move that's going to put them over the top immediately. But they still have flexibility. And and this is where you get to the conversation about um, sort of overpaying, right? There's been some discussions out there. Did the Grizzlies overpay? They gave up two first-rounders and Tyus Jones for Marcus Smart in the end of the day if you're just trying to put it that way. And I have two simple questions to, to follow that. Do you still have flexibility this current offseason and offseasons into the future? Absolutely. The Grizzlies still control their own first-round picks from 2024 to 2030. Yes, they have flexibility still, and they still have the mid-level exception. This offseason to go find another player, they can still make moves. The flexibility is still there for this team even making this move. So when you talk about an overpay, if you're overpaying, do you still have flexibility? Yes. And also, did you wager away your future? Absolutely the hell not. And, it, like, I get so frustrated with people at times. When you think about two first-round picks, I feel like I, I, I heard Jeffrey on Giannato and Jeffrey make this point. I think people's minds have been morphed by the NFL draft where first-round picks are just, you know, like they're the gold standard in the NFL. But in the NBA, we're talking about two late 20s first-round picks. And people will say, okay, well, Desmond Bain came out of that type of situation. Santi Aldama, Brandon Clark, look how much they've helped. For every Brandon Clark there is, 
after 20 in the first round, there's three Malachi Flynn's. You're not going to land role players that will stick consistently when you're picking after 20 in the NBA draft in the first round. So, like, I just look at those two first-round picks. I don't value those as much over proven, needed commodities. And that's what Marcus Smart is. Especially when you are in a quote-unquote championship window. We heard Zach Kleiman at the end of the season say that they did not want to triple down on youth. Guess what? They're not tripling down on youth. You know, I, I think that this is a really good draft this year. It is. Somebody at 25 may have been able to come in and provide you some spot minutes, shooting, help on the wing. Sure. The draft next season is not supposed to be very good. That I just don't know if that Warriors – that to me, I'm just like – I tweeted it out last night. I would have been really upset today if a report had come out and said the Grizzlies turned down a trade offer from the Boston Celtics that included Marcus Smart because of the Warriors pick. I would have lost my mind. I would have lost my mind because Marcus Smart is exactly what you need on this team right now. Here's what I know. That pick doesn't have 100 playoff games under its belt. Yep. That pick – hasn't played 500-plus games for the Boston Celtics. That pick doesn't have Boston right now really upset that they lost the heart and soul Mm -hmm. of their team. I'm going to take the proven commodity, like you said. I'm going to take Marcus Smart. If that Warriors pick turns out to be something in the future, you know what? You can't control that right now. You don't bank on that becoming some rotation guy when you can go and get a guy like Marcus Smart right now who can help your team right now. They are in win-now mode fully on board for this move. I think that it makes sense. And again, it took less than 24 hours for that Warriors pick to lose a little bit of value because that CP3 trade, trade, the Warriors may not win the championship next year. They may not be a top four seed, but they're going to probably be a playoff team, which means, to your point, that pick's going to be in the 20s. So at the end of the day, did you really lose that much? No, no, you really didn't. And, like, picking at 25 this year, was anybody excited to pick at 25? I heard a lot of people, like, the, the same people that may be talking about the, the two first-round picks and Tyus Jones being too much for Marcus Smart were dreading picking at 25. Getting it would be annoyed if, they, if the Grizzlies picked at 25 because of what Zach Kleiman has said about tripling down on youth and not wanting to do that. So it's just it's, it's, it's a bizarre sort of hill to die on, in my opinion, valuing late first-rounders over proven commodities. Did they overpay on the surface? I guess you could make that point. But those they had a surplus of first-round picks. That's how you have to look at it. And they have a team right now that's ready to go win. Go add to it. Go move things around if you need to. And go get guys that are useful to this team right now. And Marcus Smart fits everything they need Right this second. Do they need to keep adding? Sure. Yes, they need more rotational pieces. They probably need another bigger wing to go, uh, you know, defensive-minded wing, whether it's DFS, Royce O'Neal. But still, this move does not preclude them from going to make something like that happen. Right. So I, I just look at, I look at what they did, and I, I tend to like it. Now, the, the, I have to say, the foils between Marcus Smart and Tony Allen are terrifying. It's, so, it's, it's terrifying. It's, Oklahoma, Polk, Oklahoma State. To the Celtics at twenty nine, they become Grizzlies. Both of them. That's that is just the that's wild. First team all defense, six four. Sometimes you cannot stop destiny. All right. <laughs> and the moment that Marcus Smart became a basketball player, he was destined to be a Memphis Grizzly. It was like he was built in a laboratory to play for the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a defensive player of the year. He wears three six. For God's sake, he wears three six. Like, come on. Yep. G&G mentality, 100-plus playoff games, first-team all-defense. 
He also has an extensive history of amazing community work, specifically with children who have cancer, which, mm-hmm. guess what? We got St. Jude here. Everything just makes sense. It all lines up. It's great for the community. It's great for the team. It's great for the locker room. I am very excited about this move. Again, don't let perfect get in the way of good. This is yep. a really good deal for the Grizzlies. Yep. Next season, he's going to bring the, to this team exactly what they needed. You were able to replace Tyus Jones and Dylan Brooks in one player, and you added the vet that you needed. And Go look at how Boston's reacting today. Yes. Yeah, and, and obviously that doesn't tell the whole story, but it, it tells, tells a, a story. Lot. It tells a story. I mean, there's a lot of... <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. People in Boston that just are devastated. And I, th- I think to a certain extent, Marcus Smart is devastated. He thought he was going to retire a Celtic. Now, part of this move, too, is like you offload Tyus, you bring in Marcus Smart. And Dylan Brooks is walking. I just look at those three guys, and if you're asking me options come playoff time, who do I want, Dylan Brooks, Tyus Jones, or Marcus Smart? I don't think it's really particularly close. A guy who's been to the Eastern Conference Finals a million times over, a guy who's been in an NBA Finals, a guy who's performed at the highest of levels in those situations. Um, obviously, he, he's had some stinkers. Everyone has some stinkers. But I trust Marcus Smart over those other two every single day in an NBA playoff situation. He's proven. He's proven in those moments, and the moment's not too big, generally speaking, for him. So our, our good friend Sean Coleman on Twitter at Stats, uh, S-A-C, he does tremendous work over there, tweeted out today the corner three production of Marcus Smart over the last three playoffs, 35 of 75 from the corner, 46.7%. Yep. That's what you're looking for. Now, I mean, overall, for. like you get you, Dylan Brooks was what a 33% three point shooter, and you get a 33.2% three point shooter in Marcus Smart. But I don't think that tells the whole story. Um, if you look at last year, um, 
and 15 plus field goals per Listen, game. Smart's put not up. taking 50. Yeah, exactly. Um, Dylan Brooks put up 27 games where he put 15 plus field goals up in a game. Marcus Smart was only 10. So, like, I, I, I can understand where people will say, okay, he's still not the most self aware offensive player in the world. But as long as you're improving upon what Dylan Brooks did, I think you're in a good spot offensively. You just need to put up less shots, and I think Marcus Smart fits that. Does Is there times where he becomes a chucker and uh, he has inefficient nights? Absolutely. Of course, of course that's the case, but it's not, on the, it's not near the level of, of the lack of self-awareness that Dylan Brooks had on the offensive end. You also just don't have to deal with the BS off the court. You just don't. You just don't have to deal with that stuff with Marcus Smart. He is a professional. He knows what he's doing. Like you've said, this is not a perfect move by, move by any means. I still think that the Grizzlies could use some wing help. I, you know, If they walk into the season and they say Marcus Smart's going to be our three when, when John Morant comes back, I'll be interested in that. I think it can work. It absolutely can work. Marcus Smart has had good minutes at the I mean, three. He has. It, but I think, I think honestly, like, Desmond Bain in that role, like two and three, like are we really losing sleep over who plays the two, who plays the three? No, I'm just not saying it's, it's not I think the, it's the end, but it's the inverse in my opinion. Like if, if you just sort of look at how those minutes would work, I know reasonable minds can disagree, and you may disagree with me on this, but I think it's the inverse of the, the Desmond Bain-Dylan Brooks relationship where uh, Dylan Brooks played the three, no doubt, and Desmond Bain was the two. I think you just flip that, and it's Marcus Smart as the two. And and Dez is the three, and you may disagree. You may. I think Dez will get the three assignment though, defensively. Yeah, I, well, it depends who. It, he'll get no. He'll Marcus, get it. But but here's the thing: like everybody was talking about, you want that Steph chaser, that Damian Lillard chaser. You have that. Yeah, you that's have, him. You have the premier version of that. Like I, I go find me a better one in the NBA, and we could have a debate. You know, I mean, this was a defensive player of the year. Like guards don't necessarily win defensive player of the year, and he was able to do it. For a team that was great defensively in the Celtics a couple years back. And don't don't undervalue Dez on the defensive end. He's better than people are giving him credit for today. There's like a weird... That's like, strange, is, isn't it? He's, he was better defensively last season than, than people think. My, my whole point to this is, though, you still have flexibility to go make a move. If you can make a move, fantastic. Harrison Barnes is out there. Mid-level exception possibility. Make him say no to the deal. There's a couple guys make them say no. DFS is still available possibly for a pick. Royce is available possibly for a pick. Do the Grizzlies have the quote-unquote sexy assets to get it done? Maybe. They might. You never know. You just, you just don't know right now. The, the trade landscape in the NBA feels so kind of chaotic. Maybe something could happen. But if it doesn't, I still think that it's a very good move for the Grizzlies and they can still make something happen next season. At the end of the day, they are better today than they were yesterday. They just straight I, up. I enjoy, I enjoy the thought of a lineup. Especially defensively. I, I want to see Especially defensively of Ja. Well, I mean, I'm not talking about Ja being a great defensive player. But Ja, Marcus Smart, Desmond Bain, Jaron, and Steven Adams. I like the thought of that damn lineup. You could add some things around the edges. You could find some depth pieces, more rotational pieces. Absolutely. But this move, to me, it made you better. And that's all. that's all you can really hope for. And I'm not going to... I'm not going to have a holdup with making a team better than they were 24 hours ago over two late first-round picks. Right. I just cannot bring myself to do it. I can't do it. And the Grizzlies have had some success, but they've also had a couple of – I mean, last year, Jake LaRavia and David Roddy, we have to see if those things work out. Like, it's not like everything turns to gold that Zach Kleiman picks after 20 in the NBA draft. Right. Um, I And, like, I, I don't think this – 
ultimately, like down the road, I don't think this is a regrettable decision. I don't think it really no. has any chance to be a regrettable decision because you still have all your draft assets really intact for the most part for the next seven years. Um, and, and you still have the flexibility this offseason to go put yourself even over top in a, in a, in a sort of NBA championship contention window. So I, I just altogether enjoy the move, and it was off the board. You know, it was not something we expected. It's how they operate, man. It's how, yeah. I feel like we have this conversation every time they make a move. We're like, I didn't see that coming. Like, you know what I mean? Like, we may have been discussing the team that they traded with, but it really just felt like there was no way that they were going to trade Marcus Smart. And that's why, you know, his reaction to Boston Globe had a really, really good piece on him this morning yep. about his reaction about, you know, how he, he he's under- hurt. He, he's bit. hurt. I mean, it was like he is the heart and soul of that team. He has been for 10 years. And, you know, it's a risk for them. Does KP make them better? Yeah, he does. But it is a risk. You've lost that edge. You've lost that dog that you have on that team. And there are already question marks about their intensity last year in the playoffs. So it it is a risky move that I understand why they had to do it. But I am thrilled today that we have Marcus Smart as a Memphis Grizzly. The Grizzlies now have arguably the two best defenders in the NBA. They do have the two best defenders the last two years. And they have the two best three-point shooters in the league. And you have John Morant. And you have Steven Adams. You can make that work. And, and, and also, all the worries about trading away Tyus and those 25 games without Ja, like, I'm not saying they're all gone. Tyus sets the table offensively substantially better than Marcus Smart. But I think what you get out of Marcus Smart on the defensive end makes that, makes that gap close substantially. Right. And, like, I, I see a lot of discussions. Like, I think Marcus Smart's the better player. Out of the over, over Tyus, yes. Like, I've seen some discussions no out question. there about what Tyus can be in a starting role and if he he could ultimately be better than Marcus Smart. But Marcus Smart on both ends, I think he, he, just the the full player is better than Tyus. And and that's not disrespect. I love Tyus. Speaking of which, shout out to Tyus. What he was able yes. to do here um, and filling in for John Morant, like it is it is unbelievable work. Like he deserves a round of applause, and I'm sure he's loved by this fan base. Um, but sometimes, we've talked about this also, sometimes you have to move off of those foundational pieces that you thought were going to be around for an extended period of time to go make yourself better and put yourself into championship contention. And I think this is the type of move that tells you, that signals to you, contrary to last year, right? This signals to you that Zach Klein and that front office, they're, they're thinking championship. They're not thinking, okay, internal development, maybe we'll get there at some point. They're thinking, all right, let's make the moves right now for proven people to get us over the top. Listen, they and that's, made, a, and that's a good switch. They that's took a, a good swing. Switch. They took a swing. Is it a home run? We don't know yet, but it's at the very least a double. You know what I mean? It's an extra base hit. Yeah, it's definitely an extra base hit. And to your point, Tyus Jones will never have to buy a barbecue in this city. <laughs> that man is—he is going to be he beloved stamped, he? by Grizzlies fans for a very long time. An amazing professional when he was here. He helped out this team in so many ways. We also have to be honest about it, though. One of the reasons he just got traded was he had a pretty bad playoffs. He just yeah. did. He had a rough playoffs. Four point five points, three point seven assists, three rebounds, and six. It like it, doesn't help you. It it doesn't help you. It does not help you. So you know, it sounds like that he was ready to move on and be a starter, which is totally understandable because he is a starter level point guard. But there is no discussion about who's better. It, it's Marcus Smart. Marcus yeah. Smart is the best. He is a defensive player of the year, first team All Defense. He's also a lot better playmaker than people are trying to act can like. I, he is a legitimate. He can he can move the rock. Some of the people that are talking about it being an overpay, if you took out the Warriors pick, would they call it an overpay? No. But, like, why, why, is, why is the Warriors pick I think people swaying? Are, so, I, I think— Like, when you have two, two first-round picks, people think, okay, 
at least a starting player. It's like that's not how it works in the NBA draft. Right. It's not how it works. I think there, there are two things happening. One, partially our fault, <laughs> is that— Hyping for, up the Warriors for, pick. Well, but we were hyping it up because we've been waiting for the Warriors to die. <laughs> for the love of God, would you die? We've been waiting <laughs> for that not, to happen, not, and not. they're just not going to. So for since that Iggy trade happened, that Warriors pick has been a prized asset for the Grizzlies. But as time has gone on, the value of that pick has been pretty— it's been in theory, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have that pick built up in their heads as the end-all, be-all asset for the Grizzlies. And if you're going to move that, it needs to be for a bona fide superstar. That's just not realistic. We've been doing trade ideas. We've been doing who says no. They've been doing Grizz trade a, J- uh, Grizz trade a day on Gianna and Jeffrey. It's, it's really, really hard to do that. It just mm. straight up is. And I think that the, the, the Raptors were too squirrely. It sounds like that the Nets have been too squirrely uh, yep. about what they want. So they were like, you know what? If we can go get Marcus Smart and all it's going to take is this extra Warriors pick, we're going to do it. You're going to do and, it. I, and I, I think you said it perfectly earlier, and no pun intended here. Don't let perfect get in the way of good. Right. This, is, this is what this move is. It, it makes you better. I also think that people, if that pick was going to the Wizards, it would be different. Yeah. People were saying, like, you gave Boston two picks? Yeah, sure. Why? Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, doesn't, I, it doesn't affect the games next season. It no. just doesn't. I want the guy that's going to impact the games next season, and that's Marcus Smart. What do you think about these other packages, though, in this, in this deal? Of course, Grizzlies get Marcus Smart. But the Wizards, Tyus Jones, Danilo Gallinari, Mike Muscala, pick number 35. I like Tyus Jones potentially being a, a starting point guard there. And also the, the Wizards just added Jordan Poole. Decent backcourt pairing, I Not guess. Not bad. Well, it, it's kind of funny. You have high IQ and lowest IQ in the NBA. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> is Tyus going to the punch Jordan? <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think Tyus is like that. And then for the Celtics, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, number 25 this year, and then that, that – uh, 24 Warriors pick. I think that's a decent return. I know that there's a lot of people in Celtic in the Celtics world orbit that are just so they can't get past losing Marcus Smart. But I think ultimately you have to make some tweaks sometimes, and you, you got some decent draft assets, and you have Chris Stapps Porzingis on top of it. Yeah. And I think that starting lineup, whether it's Malcolm Brogdon or Derek White and then um, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Al Horford, and Chris Stapps, that's a good as good a starting lineup as you'll see in the Eastern Conference Finals in the NBA. This is one of those trades where, where y'all, there doesn't have to be a loser of a trade. Yep. Like, everybody can kind of win. Everybody kind of won here. You know what I mean? I think everybody got what they wanted. If you have to pick a winner, it's probably the Celtics. But, okay, okay. So, but it, Celtic, it's fine. It's, it's kind of funny, though. If you're picking a winner, I think I would agree with you. Right Celtic, now. But we we but, can look but, up in But here. if you go look at Celtics media fans, it's not really the, there's, not oh, there's really a, the feeling, right? There's a, uh, there's a potential civil war brewing <laughs> <laughs> right now in Boston, I think, over this. Um, but we could also look up in a year and say that the Grizzlies won this trade. Yep. You know, it's, it's just, I think it's a good move for all, everybody involved. And I'm excited to see what the Celtics look like. I'm extremely excited to see what the, what the Grizzlies look like. The Wizards are going to kind of be a train wreck, but, you know, we've been spending the last few weeks calling them dumb, and I still think that they're dumb for doing all this a year late. But the moves that they have made and the picks that they're getting and the players that they've gotten, yeah, sure. It made me feel different about their plan. Uh, Obviously, before we get to Parker Fleming, I want to drop this real quick, This the the finalized deal um, that sent Bradley Beal to Phoenix is uh, the Wizards are receiving six second-round draft picks and four first-round pick swaps. So the, the second-round picks will be 2024, 20, 25, 26, 27, 28, and the pick swap, or and 2030, and pick swaps 24, 26, 28, and 30. So, like, I, 
you know, ultimately they're actually getting the the draft assets that they need to go full rebuild, which I, is, I, you know, I, I you can talk about the returns they've gotten elsewhere, but that 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 sort of made me feel a little differently on where they're headed with the rebuild. Finally getting those those actual they're taking, draft picks. They're taking contracts from people and they're gonna bottom out. Yep. And they're gonna completely rebuild it. It's it's too late that when they started it, but hey, you know, they got the draft capital back. I also think last night some of the opinions But if you're gonna go down that road, go down that road. Yes. Go. Yeah. You have to start and they are to their credit, they are. They are. It's just, you know, I think last night too, some of the stuff with the extra pick going to bot people were also saying like, how did Boston get two picks for Marcus Smart, and the Wizards didn't get any picks. That was involved as well with the the perception of this deal for the Grizzlies and the price and all that stuff, because we didn't know technically what the price for Beal was yet. So it did look like for a second that that, that Celtics got two first rounders for Marcus Smart, and the Wizards didn't get anything for Bradley yep. Beal. But today it's a completely different story. Yeah. So patience. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then also when it comes to Marcus Smart, love and trust. We need some love and trust. In the Marcus Grizzlies. Smart. Yeah, Smart. Smart, baby. Now, we're going to talk some more Marcus Smart. Some more Smart next. Parker Fleming will join the show. Um, and I uh, I was texting him back and forth. We were going crazy on the text line last night after uh, after we saw the Clippers were not going to be involved in this trade. But he will, he'll join and he'll give his opinion on this Marcus Smart trade. And uh, I have a feeling he thinks pretty highly of it, too. So we'll discuss that next, 92.9 FM ESPN. Guests appear on the Smile Center Hotline. Now back to the Gabe Coon Show, live from the Service Master by Cornerstone Studios on 92.9 FM ESPN. Parker Fleming is formerly a Grizzly Bear Blues. Also, now, currently, Substack Elitist. Go uh, to his Substack, Substack Elitist, and subscribe. He has some great stuff there. Um, and also, the Taken Gear. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Taking care of Grizzness podcast. He joins me now at Paca underscore Flocka Parker. Um, I didn't think that this would happen. I'm going to be honest. Marcus Smart was not on my radar, but I think you tweeted last week all of this discussion about Dorian Finney-Smith and this three that they really want, this defensive-minded three. It'll land on someone we didn't know and or we, we weren't even thinking of, and here we are with Marcus Smart as a Grizzly. Yeah, and Gabe, thanks for having me on the show, and you know, I was actually I was podcasting with uh, Sean Coleman earlier this week, and I was talking about just predictions for this week, and it was just to expect the unexpected because that's that's how this front office was that climb and they operate. You they make moves and you're like, wait, that was out there. Like that Luke Kennard trade at the trade deadline, yep. no one knew Luke Kennard was available, and they just swiped him. And here we are. I don't know. I don't know what your thoughts were when. It had the, the Memphis Grizzlies were trading Tyus Jones to the Washington Wizards, and then there was that four-minute pause. And yep. Like, Who are they getting? Who are they getting? And I'm like, okay, like, are, are they about to get Brogdon? I'd rather have Derek White. Because, like, Marcus Smart was the heart and soul of that Celtics team. I didn't think yep. that they would trade him, and if they would trade him, it would be for a high price. And then 
Next thing we know, Marcus Smart's been traded to the Memphis Grizzlies, and it was the adrenaline rush. I had actually fallen asleep watching a TV show like <laughs> 10 minutes before the, all, all that happened, and that was just the adrenaline. It was almost like a shot of caffeine at 11, 30, or 11 o'clock at night that just really got me going. But yeah. I'm out, man. Yeah, and it, it's funny. When it broke down with the Clippers, I texted you. I said, think mm-hmm. the Grizzlies can get involved here? And you go, I wouldn't count it out. I could see it. And, like, the, the names we were talking about, like the last name on our mind, I think, was was uh, Marcus Smart ultimately. But I I, mm-hmm. I just look at what he means, what he will mean to this team. And I said it in the first segment. Three birds with one stone. One, you get a veteran presence that this team seemingly needs with all of the stuff that, that transpired last year spiraling out of control on them. You get that mm-hmm. defensive ace that can go guard the perimeter – um, and also with that, um, obviously you're losing Dylan Brooks and you needed to replace that, but you get that defensive ace and he's a little more efficient on the offensive end, maybe takes less shots. And then third, those 25 games without Ja and you're worried about losing Tyus, you have a guy that can run point for 25 games before Ja comes back. Like you, you just, you, you killed a lot of stone or a lot of birds with one stone. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think the biggest thing, you know, in the exit interviews, Zach Kleiman, said to the media, he said, we are making decisions based off of playoff basketball, yep. whether that's with bringing in veterans, the whole tripling down on youth, the half-court offensive improvements. It's how can we better ourselves to advance further for playoff basketball? I mean, they're bringing in somebody who's been on a team where they've been to at least the Eastern Conference Finals in five of the past seven years including a finals run last year. This is a guy who's battle-tested, and as we've seen throughout the Boston tenure, you know, they had some storms of adversity to get through, and you're bringing in a guy who, you know, Memphis culture got, the Memphis Grizzlies culture got hit with their first wave of adversity last season, and now they're bringing in the perfect veteran. You know, everyone Mm -hmm. was saying, hey, the Grizzlies need to grow up. They got Marcus Smart, who is, more like he is more described as a heart and soul of a team almost more than anyone else in the league aside from any of those big three guys from the Golden State Warriors like it's it's perfect mm-hmm. I, I completely agree you have the last two defensive players of the year on the team mm-hmm. and you have two of the best three-point percentage guys in Luke Kennard and, and Desmond Bain like I, the makeup of this team it doesn't mean they're done I don't think this is that slam dunk home run move but one thing it does for me, Parker, is last year. Let's think back to last year. Everybody wanted to make them, wanted them to make that home run move, and they bring in four rookies, right? And they right. want to focus on internal development. This is a change in mindset, clearly, from this front office. They're saying, "Hey, this championship window, we want it to open right this second. Whereas last year, we had serious questions, uh, honestly, serious doubts about that being the mindset. Yeah, and even then, it's great. Not everything's done. But they also have the perfect toting the line where for 25 games, you can have Zaire Williams, David Roddy, and Jake Laravia compete to be the opening night starting three. Yep. Unless they go with Luke Kennard. But I think Luke Kennard should be the first guard off the bench regardless. But, you know, granted, they could go out and they could go trade for a guy like Dorian Finney-Smith or Royce O'Neal or sign a guy like Harrison Barnes to the mid-level exception. But they, they could tote the lines. I mean, look, they – one of those three guys could be good, but regardless, they have 
they set a direction was like, okay, we got a veteran presence in Marcus Smart. They have another veteran who alongside with Steven Adams could be a, somebody the young guys can turn to is like, all right, what do we got to do here? And B, those guys, Marcus Smart, Steven Adams, they can help guys like Jaron Jackson Jr., Desmond Bain, yep. and John Morant find their voices as leaders as they're kind of making the next step in their evolution and maturation of their game from young guys to vets. I mean, next year, I mean, it's going to be year four for Des, year five for Ja, year six for Jaron. Like, those guys are are vets. They're young, but they're vets. So having a guy like Marcus Smart in that locker room to kind of lean on and, and be that guy, it's going to be huge. It's going to be really huge for this team. Talking with Parker Fleming at Paca underscore Flocka. What do you think about the overpay conversation? Two first-rounders, one was the Warriors pick, and one was 25 this year, and then they give up Tyus Jones. What do you think about that? Um, I mean, like just sort of surface level, I said it, it, it may look like an overpay, but ultimately looking at the flexibility the Grizz still have, doesn't feel like that tremendous of an overpay. No, no, not at all. And it's one of those things that's really crazy when you think about it because you have, you have, you know, the 25th pick, six picks away from the second round. Also, two people were saying the Grizzlies shouldn't be making a first round pick. Yep. And then also with the Warriors pick, like, you don't know how that's going to be. I mean, now they just got Chris Paul. Yes. I mean, if Steph Steph turns an ankle, you have Chris Paul that can kind of run the show there for a little bit. I would bet on it still being late first round next year. Yeah, so I would bet on it being late first round. And, you know, we're talking about, like, they need more veterans. Like, we can't do this youth movement. And, like, what's the contrary? People are going to complain that they pick at 25 because they didn't go out and make a move. They're saying, oh, Kleiman's not aggressive enough. And if they go trade up for a guy that they think was uh, going to be available at 25 because of mock drafts, they're going to say, why is Kleiman using assets to go get more young guys? They're not serious about winning. So it's almost like there's no winning yeah. when it comes to the people that are complaining about it. So at the end of the day, Zach Kleiman also told us at the trade deadline this past year, he said, some of the offers we put out there, y'all will be shocked at the amount of picks that we put out there. And he also used the term pre-consolidation because they have a lot of young guys that they like, but there's mm-hmm. not enough playing time. And what are you doing when you add in more young guys? You're making it even more crowded. And, you're, and I was using this term when talking about draft prospects and potential fits. You've got to give players the proper pathway to develop. Mm-hmm. And it would have gotten crowded. So Kleiman pre-consolidated those picks, you know, got rid of that. Yep. 25th pick, and now that Warriors 2024 pick, and also too because of the stipend rule, you know, if you if you needed two first round picks to go get Marcus Smart, just go trade the Warriors pick because you can get right back to dealing picks depending on when the trades officially announced, either 2024 or 2025, and you have like you said so much flexibility, like it's and it's they okay. they still it's own okay. their first round picks from 2024 to 2030. Like, it's not like they wagered away their future, right? Right. Like, that, that's the thing I can't quite understand about pick number 25 in the Warriors pick. It'll probably be right around 25, that Warriors pick. It's just, I mean, ultimately, I guess people's minds a little warped. You know, they, they see two first-round picks, and they think, okay, at least one of those guys can land. But that's not how it works in the NBA draft. It's just not. Now, they do have flexibility this current offseason. They still have a mid-level exception they can go use, and I guess they still could make some moves uh, sort of um, for, for a, a Royce O'Neal DFS if it's still out there. Like, they still have that flexibility. What, you know, with that mid-level exception, what name should we potentially be looking at there? 
I, I do think that uh, Joe Mullinax, my pal, uh, my former coworker, my former boss, I think he's up to something with a Harrison Barnes idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not going to push a um, Jay Crowder narrative. I feel like it's one <laughs> right. of those things. If they would have, if he was going to, if they wanted him back, they would have already brought him back. I mean, it's really just like Harrison Barnes is the only name that like really stands out to me. I mean, they don't need another like combo guard. Like they don't. I it, I hate to say this, but they don't really need Bruce Brown because they got Marcus Smart. Yep. So. I mean, Josh Richardson, is that a guy that you can bring in as a veteran three when when you're talking about a guy coming off the bench being a veteran presence? I, I, I think Josh Richardson would be a good fit. But, I mean, the names on the free agency market, they're not that great. So mm-hmm. I, so I, it's a wait and see. I, I, would, I, I think if they're going to get another veteran, especially on the three, they're going to trade for that guy. Because I don't really see that guy in free agency. Okay. Understood. Talking with Parker Fleming. Go uh, subscribe to his Substack, Substack Elitis, and also go uh, go find his podcast, um, Taking Care of Grizzness. I was on it. I was on it last week talking about Amani Bates and uh, Kendrick Davis. Um, mm-hmm. Last couple of things here. I, I, I just sort of – I'm wondering, like, ultimately – the rest of this offseason, and let's start with the NBA draft. What do you expect to happen tonight? 45 and 56 is what they hold. Like, do you expect them to make both those picks? Do you expect them to trade up? Like, what, what do you think the plan of attack is tonight? Or does this Marcus Smart move just sort of throw all that off? I don't think it throws it off completely. I think there could be an opportunity to trade up. I think they will trade up. Like, they always okay. trade up. I, I, I think that's what they're going to do. I just don't know what it's going to be. Is it going to be moving up into the thirties? I don't know if there's a play late in the first round, but do they try to get back in the first round? I'm not totally sure. Again, it's one of those I'm expecting the unexpected. I'm not expecting a whole lot of noise tonight. They do have one open roster spot remaining, but they can still kind of move some stuff around. But I think of a guy that they really like unexpectedly falls, kind of like how we saw last year Mm -hmm. with, Kennedy Chandler, they'll go make a move. I, I think they will, but I don't think they're just gonna. I don't think they're just gonna sit idle with forty-five and fifty-six and call it a night. Mm-hmm. Now, moving forward, last thing for you: Do you expect them to add another veteran presence? Do you expect them to add another proven commodity before this whole thing's done? I mean, it's it's June twenty-second. They have a lot of time before uh, before that first game of the regular season hits. I, I'm gonna lean. Yes, in some capacity, whether it's this off season or I forgot who tweeted it, but once Jaws suspension hits five games, they can have they have an exception to open up a roster spot to bring somebody in. I want to rule them out, bringing like a, a veteran point guard to just kind of be there in case of emergency. I want to rule mm-hmm. out something like that. So I mean, now technically they don't have a backup point guard, which I very much see. Taylor Jenkins, ultimately, at the end of the day, he if Marcus Smart is sitting in those first 25 games, they're just going to have Desmond Bain and Luke Carn out there together. And as we've seen, those lineups are just absolutely electric. I'm yeah. I'm there no matter what. So how, how, how do you I think th- it's some capacity. How, how do you think – sorry, for we got one more here. How do, you, yeah, yeah. how do you think the Desmond Bain, Marcus Smart minutes sort of will coincide ultimately? 
Like, do you think it'll be Ja, Marcus Smart at the two, Desmond at the three, Jaron, Stephen Adams as a starting lineup once Ja returns? Yeah, I mean, I think I think Marcus Smart's going to start. To be honest, I, I unless they like go and get a three that no one expected to be on the market, because I don't think you bring in Marcus Smart just to be the backup point guard. I can totally see a scenario where it's like you said, Job, Bain, Smart, Jaron, Adams, and then Smart takes on the assignment of the toughest yep. defensive assignment. So I mean, uh, I was actually talking to Anthony Sane about this. He brought up a good point when in the G and G era, the Grizzlies one through three was Mike Conley, Courtney Lee, Tony Allen. They were all under six foot five. Yep. So I, I don't like Marcus Smart plays bigger than he he sure really does. is. I said this in my Substack, and I'll end it, I guess, with this, is Marcus Smart it should not be confined to a singular position. Just put him on the basketball court, and he's going to cause chaos and wreak havoc. Yep. Yep. I think that's absolutely fair. And he's not going to be as detrimental offensively as Dylan Brooks, although he can be right. night to night, but he's not, he's not going to put up near as many shots as Dylan Brooks. But great stuff, as always, Parker. Let's do it again soon. Yes, sir. I appreciate that, Gabe. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That is Parker Fleming. Uh, go follow and subscribe his to his Substack, Substack Elitist, and also check out his podcast, Taking Care of Grizzness, that Connor and I have been on relatively recently. Go check out those episodes. It's on the Fan First Sports Network. Now we have to go from one to the next. Parker Fleming, appreciate him joining. But now it's time to bring on Jeff Calkins. He'll be next, 92.9 FM ESPN. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.